Welcome to Ravens at the Crossroads. I'm Mistress Prime. I'm Tyler Matthews. These next few podcasts are special because we got to sit down with people attending the final Pantheacon to get their thoughts and feelings about the event, its ending, and all possible future events that may arise to fill the absence. Sit back and enjoy these next few podcasts. Uh, thank you, Patrick, for uh, joining us today. Uh, it is an uh, honor to have you with us at the last Pantheacon. Well, it's really a great honor to be here, and thank you for talking to me. Well, of course. So, uh, how many years have you visited or attended at Pantheacon? Well, I don't know exactly which year I started, but I think I came to the fourth or fifth one and have been coming ever since. Okay. So, for a long time, very long time. Excellent. Uh, and I, I was a presenter here n numerous times over the years. Okay. Um, so you yeah, you know what? I just realized you don't you don't really know who he is, do you? Not really. You, um, that's what I was that gonna... you just know that he was walked over here, and yeah, I know Maka introduced us, and and that's all you really know. So, Patrick, could you give us just a little bit about who you are? Yeah, uh, my name is Patrick McCollum, and I first started into what I guess you would call this community or the craft in 1965. I'm one of the, say, four or five founders of paganism in the United States and, and have played parts in things happening in Europe also. Uh, I have done a lot of things in my, in my history as a pagan, and I've been teaching workshops for 50 years now at various pagan events and such and written a couple of books and all those kind of things and then I've been presenting at Pantheacon, uh, Pagan Spirit Gathering, many other gatherings all, all around the country. I decided a number of years ago to get involved in defending p prisoners rights and I became the first uh, official government pagan chaplain in the world and I established chaplaincy programs for pagans in 40 states, correctional systems, the Federal Bureau of Prisons, and the United States military. And let's see, what else passed that? Then I decided to take my pagan work into world peace work, and I became a world peace counselor. Uh, that work, I've worked in, I don't guess, about 20 countries now. Uh, I stopped wars. I uh, stopped my first war in uh, in uh, Africa. Done projects in the Himalayas and the UK and the Middle East. Uh, I mean, all kinds of things like that. Uh, as a pagan, I was a facilitator in peace talks between Israel and Palestine uh, with the King of Jordan and the and the Prime Minister of Jordan. That's amazing. Uh, I received the Mahatma Gandhi Award uh, for peace. And I received United Nations highest Ralph Bunch International Peace Award. And in fact, I'm having a good week this week because last week, Jane Goodall and also the Undersecretary of the General of the United Nations just nominated me. And I have accepted to become the new uh, United Nations Messenger of Peace for the World. Congratulations. Yeah, so I will be representing 200 countries now as a pagan as the face of peace and planetary sustainability. And my, I am the co-founder of the new International Peace Center at Auschwitz, 
uh, to reverse the Holocaust situation into a peace center. And my newest project, I, I was a lead strategist at Standing Rock, going against uh, the government to protect the sacred waters and the land of the indigenous peoples. And I guess the last one would be is my current project. I'm leaving for the Amazon. Been asked for right, the indigenous elders of roughly 260 tribes to help unite the indigenous people of the Amazon to stand against all the oil companies and mining companies and the governments and uh, drug lords and all that to protect the Amazon and indigenous wisdom. And that, I guess, oh, also I was made a king in Africa and Ghana, Africa. So I'm Nana Kwabana Ose Darku Yudam in Africa. I have a king in a, a smaller kingdom and I've been knighted. And I guess, I guess that's about all I could say. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, I was not expecting that when uh, Maka brought you over here. I mean, uh, endorsement from Maka is already uh, amazing enough as it is, but to learn all this about you, I am, I am truly in awe, sir. Oh, thank you. I'm, you know, I'm just a guy doing what I can do, and I'm using magic and my belief system to change the world. I thank you for all that you have done in bringing peace and harmony into this world, because it sounds like that's truly what you're ultimately going is for healing and helping the world as a whole, not just one section of it. So, and that's what you. I'm trying to do. And at the same time, I'm trying to put the face of paganism in everyone else's face that we have thoughts and ideas that really address many of the world's greatest problems. And nobody has been talking to us. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see how they kind of erase us yes. uh, quite frequently I'll see a meme pop up and it's it's funny and it's sad all at the same time uh, it's a professor going off and saying uh, in ancient times there were people who worshipped different deities and gods uh, but they're all gone now and then it says pagans stop telling people I'm dead <laughs> and then the professor responds sometimes you can almost hear their voices I like that. Very funny. <laughs> so it, it's it's an interesting. It's funny, but it's also sad because it's true. It's we kind of get ignored because we're not a major religion. So I um, I think eventually I would like when Patrick has more time mm -hmm. to do a full like hardcore interview with him. Oh, I would love that. When you have time, we will more than so. Uh, We'll make the time for you to come and speak with us, uh, either in person or over the internet. We, we're flexible like that. Okay, well, I'd, I'd love to do that. So I, I would commit to that. Uh, I Obviously, as you could kind of tell from my work, I'm traveling all over the world right. constantly. Right. But I would be more than happy to do that. So I, I would really like to bring forth his thoughts regarding Pantheacon. Mm -hmm. uh, he was sharing a little bit about how he was having a conversation with Glenn Turner earlier okay. and how uh, Pantheacon has had an impact in his world. So for those that don't know, who is Glenn Turner? Glenn Turner is the founder and organizer for Pantheacon. And uh, we're actually going to have a conversation with her later on. Excellent. But I would like to hear what Patrick has to say with regards to Pantheacon. 
Well, I'm really glad that you asked that question because uh, Pantheacon has played a pivotal role, not just in my own personal life and spirituality, but in the development of the work and concepts that I use to do all the work I do around the world. Uh, to start off with, you know, I wasn't a public person when I started doing this, so I didn't have experience with speaking or, you know, anything like that. And I remember doing my first gig at Pantheacon, and it's like, 12 people came, this is a long time ago, and I was so nervous talking to 12 people. And then, you know, 10 years later, I'm in the big room and I got 500 people and they're down the aisles and all that, you know, and I felt pretty, pretty relaxed about it. That's awesome. And that allowed me to start talking to larger groups of people outside. I also, if you're at Pantheacon or have been here over the years, you see it really is a microcosm of what's going on in the world. So depending on which workshops you would go to, you would see people talking about the current issues, about the planet, about spirituality, about women's rights or men's rights or, you know, animals. Or, I or, mean, there's or, a number I, I, of things. So many different things. But what I wanted to say is this, and, and it kind of a simple summary of it. Uh, everyone that I know over the years who's come to Pantheacon has found it to be like a heart center for their for their life i mean literally mm -hmm. they start packing up three months ahead of time to get prepared and to try to get a room right so oh no i, I know i'm in the group and i see people like okay rooms open at 12 on this date be ready and then they sell out within an hour or probably less than that yeah uh and then the, the people that do end up getting in rooms they're like hey i've got an extra bed if some and i love that about our community that we can reach out and try and work something out with each other and not have to like there's issues in communities no matter who you are but i love the fact that you know we're open to reaching out and trying to work with other people in the community for the most part and i like that very much and then of course as a spiritual person and paganism being my spirituality uh, having access to the high level of presenters that have been here over all these years uh, many of them are my friends, but that doesn't change how I'm blown away when I go in a, a presentation and learn a new way of looking at things or doing things. I've learned so much here over the years, and hopefully I've shared a lot with other people in the same way over the years. But for me personally, I've just found it to be really a heart center. And the reason I say that, that word is because now I've been here for a couple of days, and this is the last Pantheacon, and my heart is heavy with that partying i mean i don't know what's going to happen next right I, i've gotten the feeling that a lot of people it's a bittersweet you've got some people who are kind of grieving because this is a family reunion for a lot of us yes, yes. that's how i describe it often yeah so it's it's one of those things like this chapter's closing i, I think glenn told you all things have a cycle and this just happens to be the cycle for pantheacon and we're hoping to see something new grow from this. So and I've heard a few different options that they're trying to build out. And I'm hoping that even though it's a bittersweet kind of goodbye right now, they'll all see each other again at another one of these events. And I'm, I'm sure it will unfold in that way. I wanted to share that because I'm kind of a public figure and I know a lot of the people here that 
throughout my time here, people are constantly coming up and I'm sitting and talking with people. And really this, this time in particular, I really focused on talking to anybody who just would like to talk, uh, presenters and people who would see their first con, their first Pantheacon. And, uh, but the people who come for time all have a consistent singular message. This has been profound in our life. Mm -hmm. It was life changing. It's sad to see it shift or change, even if it turns into something more positive or different or whatever. It's just it's just been like a a rock to to, to hang on to in a pretty stormy world. And uh, now we're here, and that's changing. And so we'll be looking for new you know new ground to hang on to. And uh, everyone is trying to make the most of this. I I really see people going to uh you know various presentations and workshops and really listening really taking out really talking to people really getting somebody's phone number and their card it's like this is it's terrible to say because I, I i'm just turning 70 uh like in a month mm -hmm. and uh so many of my friends that are closer friends are in my age range and so for a lot of us we're saying well hey you live in minnesota and you live in florida and i live here and we only see each other at pantheon once a year and uh because of the people who are passing away and going on many of us are going it might be the last time i ever see you again not just pagan event but mm -hmm. ever see you again so it's it's really got a lot of weight to it yeah but I'm really happy to be here, and it's an amazing event. It has been the whole time. It's fascinating to me that it comes together like a puzzle every year, all these complex parts. I mean, security, who, room, parking, mm -hmm. who's going to be presenter, who's not, what rooms are you in, what's the food sources, you know, all, all these things, just, I, just trying to put that all together. I'm actually happy that I have the easy job of trying to save the planet rather than having tried to play on Pantheacon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I am in awe of the people who put this on as well. It's just, I, I uh, swung by ConOps just to kind of get their permission before we set up for uh, doing recordings because you want to be mindful and not like spring, hey, by the way, we're doing this. Yeah. Um, but being able to go off and speak with them and they're, they're in the thick of it. I mean, you've got people who've got multiple monitors and they're kind of monitoring everything what's going on and you've got security and it's, it's a big job. It, you don't think about it because it's hidden behind the scenes, but you look, you peek behind the veil on that and it's just, wow. So I have one last thing I want to make sure I say because I need to go on to some meetings and right. things, but I wanted to just speak about Glenn Turner. Okay. Please. Um, first of all, I've known Glenn personally for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But in relationship to Pantheacon itself, I just want to say how amazing it is that she came together with a concept to try something like this. Mm. And then to hang with it during the early times when it was challenging. I mean, it's still challenging, but less challenging because it was untested, unknown. Nobody ever did it before like this. And it's hard to get help when you're small. Exactly. Like that. And uh, I remember times when Glenn was just talking generally with everybody. It's not a secret that she was very, you know, stressed out over how we're going to bring it together, what's going to happen and all that. And she was amazing. She's like a wonder woman. You know, she managed to pull everything together. There's been many challenges 
of all sorts here and she's managed to diplomatically and carefully bring those all to a close in the best way possible over all these years and here we are and I just want to say how much I appreciate what Glenn has put into this I appreciate all the people who've worked at Pantheacon I want to say that too over the years greatest appreciation for security and people who got me to my room or helped me when I couldn't when there was no speakers for my presentation and all those things like that but Glenn in particular I want to really thank her because I just don't know anyone else that has sort of pulled this off in this way. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. I do want to be sensitive to your time. And I know Glenn, uh, I hope she does hear this. And I want to express and add to that that I've only gotten to go two years, but it's been amazing both times. I've loved everybody I've met out here. And it's been so amazing to connect to a community that I feel home. So appreciate you taking the time and for everything that you do to try and heal the uh, world. Thank you so much. You have Thank a great you night. Time. You too. Blessed be. Blessed be. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider donating on our website at ravensatthecrossroads.com. You can also catch future episodes directly from the website or find us on iTunes Music, Google Play Music, or Spotify. Follow us on social media, Ravens at the Crossroads on Facebook and Instagram, and at Ravens Crossroad on Twitter.